This is Chelsea on Shed. Glad to have you here, Shed Nation, and glad to be joined by a special guest here in person, broadcasting live here at Ice District, and he made his way down to join us. Cam Moon does play-by-play for the Edmonton Oilers, Oilers Radio Network. He's also a panelist for Oilers Plus, so we have these conversations every day on game day, and game day in oil country is brought to you by SML Hot Tubs and Home Leisure, bringing friends and family together since 1956. Cam, thank you so much for being here and for joining me. No problem. So, we just heard in our sportscast from Brendan Escott talking a little bit about some of the actions from some very few select fans. There was a little bit of anger and some expression of that anger. But beyond, you know, being scolded and being told not to throw anything on the ice, I think maybe people need to be reminded that, hey, this is game two. Not all hope is lost. In fact, no hope is lost. We can go into this game with a lot of confidence, right? I think so. This was the exact same position last year. Oilers lost the first game to L.A. Was it the end of the world? No. It, it, it's not perfect. It's not how you draw it up. But nobody said it was going to be easy. So sometimes you have to deal with some adversity. And the Oilers did last year. In fact, at one point they were down 3-2 in this series. They come back and they won it in seven. So it wasn't great that they lost. I think if you look at the positives, I'd like to think I'm a glass half full kind of person. Yeah, I think you are. I, I thought they played really well for 50 minutes. And in the last 10, the Kings pushed back pretty hard and were able to tie it with a power play late and with the goalie on the bench to get it to 6-4 and then took advantage of a power play in, in overtime. So although the Oilers had outshot Los Angeles 11-4 in that overtime. Again, and more positives. So it's it's not the end of the world, uh, but you sure want to have this one tonight. And talking with the players yesterday after practice and today after the morning skate, it, it, they all kind of said the same thing. Just what I'm telling you right now, really, that not the end of the world, not perfect, but the focus is on tonight's game. They need to be at their best. And and I think that hey, Los Angeles has something to say about it, too, because they are a good team. And I want to know what L.A. has said about it, because before game one, we were hearing some comments from L.A.'s Drew Doughty saying, well, he's going to smack Connor McDavid around if he gets the chance. Maybe I'm paraphrasing there a little bit, but they weren't going to go easy on him. And, no. And they didn't. So no. are we hearing any sort of, you know, big, bold, overconfident statements going into game two tonight? No. No, you're not. <laughs> Uh, I, I think the Kings, they they were able to watch the game tape as well. And I think they saw that the Oilers played pretty well in the game. And Los Angeles wins one that they never at any point in the game led, but still found a way to win. Mm. And in that, uh, I, to me, that's a, a little, says a little something about their resilience. And you have to appreciate that. But it was a physical game. And, and as much as L.A. took the body, I thought Edmonton really took the body in that game, whether it was uh, Clem Costant or, or, or Vincent D'Arnais or Evander Kane or, or, or Leon Dreisaitl or, or Connor McDavid. I mean, they were all laying hits out there. So I thought, and I think that's how this series is going to be. There's, there, these are two teams that will play a physical game. And with the, uh, the additions of Matthias Ekholm and Nick Bukestad, that also lends itself to that. So that's what makes this series so much fun. I think that's what's going to make this game, too, so much fun as well. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of fights if uh, that's what you're in for, especially with a beast like Ekholm. We know Janmark is hurt, though. How's that going to affect anything? Are there going to be lineup changes well, tonight? Well, they'll have 
have to be. Uh, the likelihood of Matthias Janmark playing is not good. He didn't skate this morning, so that leads one to believe that he's out. So the Oilers have a couple of options. They could stay at uh, 12, and, 12 forwards and six defensemen like they did last game, and, uh, and Devin Shore would come in. Or they could go 11 forwards and seven defensemen, and Philip Broberg could come in. So it's, I, my guess is it's going to be one of those two things. In fact, I don't know that it can be anything else <laughs> with what they have here right now. Uh, so it'll be one of those two things. And, and why that affects things, at least in my opinion, is Matthias Janmark has been really good on the penalty kill. He's a really smart player. There's a lot of little things in the game that um, you know, maybe aren't as noticeable mm-hmm. as some players, but still very appreciated by coaches and, and teammates. So, and he's got a lot of experience when it comes to the playoffs. So that's unfortunate if if he's not in, and it does look like he won't be in. So uh, that's that's not great for Edmonton uh, going in. But hey, the, these things happen in the playoffs. It it happens all the time. Players get dinged up and and have to sit out. What about LA? Are they hurt? Are they missing any any big players? Have you done some damage to them? No. Oh. Uh, well, they, they were going. They were going into the series. So Gabe Velarde and Kevin Fiala, who are a couple of forwards that would normally be in the lineup, they didn't play in game one, but it looks like Velarde is coming back for game Aww. two. Uh, Fiala, not yet, but uh, Velarde will be in tonight for Los Angeles. So he's missed the last nine games, well, ten, I guess, with the playoff. Nine in the regular season plus the playoff game. So he's been out for a little while. He'll come back in, and that might give the Kings a little boost up front. Not sure where he'll slot in as far as the lines go, because normally he'd be a guy that's at least in the top nine. Don't know if he'll start there, but uh, he might finish there. Okay, so a lot to a lot to watch for, yeah. still a lot to look forward to. Game two tonight at Rogers Place. We talked a little bit about like all of the anticipation and the energy that we were really excited to see. Were you happy with how game one felt being in the building, Cam? Yeah. I, it, and it gets me. And I know it's coming. I know it's coming, <laughs> but it still gets me is the anthem. Mm, I know. Me too. Every time. Like, I almost want to have tears come come out of my eyes. I mean, like, we had fans singing along to the American National Anthem. The fans were so I love into that. it. Yeah, I mean, we are just, yeah, we, we get right into it as a crowd. Everybody is moved. And I, if you did shed a tear, Cam, I don't think that it would be the only tear shed in that building. Okay, well, I'm not confirming us. or denying <laughs> tears were shed in the press box, but they might they might have been. And maybe later tonight, too. <laughs> Cam, thank you so much for joining me. Really appreciate the conversation. Okay, thanks. Cam Moon, of course, does play-by-play for the Edmonton Oilers, Oilers Radio Network, and as a panelist for Oilers Plus.